I can start right now. Hello and welcome to Infinite Pixels. I'm Jordan. I'm Ryan. And uh, today uh, we're talking about. I don't have the full name of this fucking game it because is, I'm an idiot. Uh, wait, I just had it too, but now I don't. <laughs> it's Doctor Langaskov, the Tiger, and the Terribly Cursed Emerald: A Whirlwind Heist. Yeah, that's the full title of this game. <laughs> I feel like that speaks to how weird this game is. I mean, it's not like super weird, but uh, uh, it's definitely weird. It's it's definitely not what I was expecting, but like I from from the title, I, I was like, okay, is this gonna be? In my head, I was picturing like a throwback retro kind of game, uh, like a like a, a side-scrolling kind of like NES-style uh, Zelda Two type game. But as soon as it started up, I was like, "Oh, that's why the title's so fucking convoluted because because it, it's completely inconsequential to the rest yeah. of the game." So, uh, last uh, last time we played Beginner's Guide, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, maybe we should play." the game by the other creator of or the other developer behind the Stanley Parable HD edition uh William Pugh maybe we should play his like second game that he that he did and that is this game uh Dr. Langaskov this so um, I figured this might be fun, and I remembered it being longer. <laughs> but I, but I also was like, uh, we, should, uh, we, 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 we should play a shorter game this week. Well, I think it, it could be long if you're trying to like really soak everything in. I think there are guides on Steam for like hundred percenting it, mm-hmm. and there are like secrets. Yeah. As I was looking for, but it's 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 mostly just like a uh, mostly like a demo. Uh, or just like a a fun little short film. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a walking simulator kind of. I guess you could call it an exploration game, um, to an extent. But it's it's basically a walking simulator. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it, is it is it by the people who made this Stanley Parable or that was just it's one by one. William Pugh and um, uh, I want to say. Justin Roiland also had a hand in it. Like designing it? Um, I don't think so. I think Justin Roiland did, um, did voice work. I don't know. I don't think he wrote any of it. I think, I think it was William Pugh who wrote it. And, um, but I know Justin Roiland is one of the voices. And then, uh, the developer of this game or the development studio Crows, Crows, Crows mm-hmm. went on to make uh, Accounting Plus, which is a Justin Roiland game. Oh, okay. I think that's a VR game, so I haven't played it. Hmm. Crows, 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 Crows is a great name for a video game studio. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm, we can talk more about this, but I, I actually did not encounter Justin Roiland uh, in this game at all. I don't know who he voices. I will tell you because... Did you look it up? I the the way that we do this video game podcast is uh, I at least the way I do it. I play a game 
and when I beat it, I look up stuff after the fact, and I okay. see like, oh, is there anything I missed? Uh, who designed the game? I mean, sometimes I do it a little bit more than others, but for this one, because the game is so short, I was looking up stuff about it after the fact. You're like, oh, I have lots of time. Yeah. I, I didn't do that as much with this one. I, I did that a lot with the Beginner's Guide, because I'm like, I really like this game, but this oh, yeah. one I was like, I don't know that I don't know what to look for but I guess I since you found stuff what did you find I mean I didn't find that much I, I yeah. spent like an eternity looking but I'll I'll say more about it like the further we get into this because when I when I was playing this game I felt like I mean I'm enjoying it like oh this is a good game but I, I feel like I'm missing something like I, I just felt like the tone was reminiscent of like portal or Stanley parable or um, Beginner's Guide, where I'm waiting for, like, the... The other shoe to drop? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I was curious if something like that was happening, um, and I found, like, one small thing in regards to Justin Roiland that I didn't... that I, I completely missed in my playthrough. Yeah. Um, but it, because, but uh, speaking of, like, the other shoe to drop, uh, the beginning of the game kind of pulls the rug out from under you in a fun way. Uh, it's you... You start the game up, and uh, you're on the title screen, and uh, you click start game, and then it looks like the screen glitches out, and you're seeing like uh, a slightly distorted version of the title screen. And for me, in this moment, I was like, oh, okay, this is like a, a lark or something. Like, let me click start game again. And I moved my mouse to click start game, and then a first person perspective started moving, and you're looking at a wall that has the title screen on it. And then all of a sudden, you're playing a first-person uh, walking simulator, and you're in what looks like the the backstage of like a storage room, like a like a green room at um, at, a, at a local theater, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the game goes from there. And uh, did you? When did you first play this game? Probably when it released. Uh, I don't remember. Um, I just remember um, like hearing about, hey, this is a really funny short game. <clears throat> go try it out and I was like okay um, and I think it was in college uh, and uh, I got it because it, it, it was on Steam for free mm -hmm. and I was like that was pretty clever yeah it so. is, it's a funny clever short game uh, for free like if, if you want to kill 30 minutes this is a great way to do it yeah uh, show it to your significant other or like your mom or something be yeah. like mom play this. this yeah actually if you're not really new if you're a video game novice or you're someone you're someone who hasn't played a lot of video games this wouldn't be a bad game to start with because uh, it's it's interact you can interact with it in kind of a different way the controls aren't complex yeah uh, but you know the the crux of the game is um, when you're in this green room you're just kind of waiting and uh, then this narrator voice comes on, and uh, uh, I looked up the name of the actor, but I forgot uh, to write it down. <laughs> Do is it is it uh, uh, is it Simon Atwell? Uh, Simon Atwell. No. It's I think it's oh my Tim God, I'm done. something. I'm sorry. We're gonna look it up. Hold Tim on. Tim Sweeney. Once. Yeah, it was Tim Sweeney. It's, it's not Tim Sweeney. He owns oh Epic. shit. Oh. He owns Epic. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on. Um, it was Tim Curry. No. It no. Was, uh, I wish that'd be great. Oh my God. What fucking Tim was it? I don't want to spend the whole podcast looking up Tim's. But I actually, while you vamped, did you know that Grant Kirkhope did the did the music for this? I didn't know that till after I looked it up. Looked it up. Well, yeah. 
but that is the music was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the narrator that you encounter for ninety percent of the game is uh, Simon Amstel. And uh, Amstel, I pronounce the same wrong. Yeah, well, how could you I'm sorry. do that? That's unforgivable. Um, that's the last mistake you're going to make on this podcast. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> Simon Amstel is the narrator, and he does a really great job. Uh, like I, I think uh, he plays it like on the more um, subdued side, like pretty realistically. Uh, you know, he's essentially uh, you learn through uh, the narrator talking to you that. Um, he, the narrator, is like in charge of the production of this video game, like coordinating the actual production. Because you're not backstage in the green room of a theater show, you're backstage in the green room, green room of a video game. Yeah. Uh, the, you're in the backstage of Doctor Doctor Langoskov and the tiger and the, the Doctor Langoskov, the tiger and the terribly <laughs> cursed emerald, a whirlwind heist. In the backstage of that video game production. Which right away, I was like, that's that's such a fun idea. To the idea that a video game could have a backstage like a theater, I, I never would have thought of that. I'm like, to to be an idea that that you base a game on, but it's it's really uh, uh it's cute. It's really cute. It's a it's a really fun idea. Um, so the narrator brings you into the next room, and they kind of are like, oh yeah, let me see what I can do. Uh, the big thing they say is, oh you're a player. There's two. There's another player already in the game. So you gotta kind of wait back here. <laughs> you, you, yeah, the game. He's like, the game is live. It's already running. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm sorry, you can't play it right now. There's already somebody playing it. Yeah, it's like you're at a. At a uh, it's like imagine if you were um, in a uh, room escape, and they were like, oh, I'm sorry, you can't, you can't participate in the room escape. But you can go behind the room escape and put like the clues out for the people. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, so at this part, uh, it's supposed to rain in the escape room. Flick that switch to make it rain. Um, so you're the narrator's leading you around, and you're doing that kind of stuff, uh, which is fun. And um, I uh, my my favorite parts are when they're tell when the guy's like, uh, okay, like at the beginning he says like, hey, uh, I gotta call. I can't remember who he's gonna call, but he's like, I gotta call somebody. Um, hang on a moment. And a phone next to you. What does he say? He says uh, he's gonna call like the supervising manager or something. Yeah. Or, like, he's like, oh, while you're waiting, maybe we could have you do something. I'll call someone and see where you're needed. I'll call the operator or whatever. And then yeah, the you're the room that you're in. Yeah. Because he leads you into a, a new room pretty frequently, so he leads you to the next room. Says I'll call someone. He's like. Uh, uh, as he's calling someone, the, the, the phone right, right next to you rings, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And yeah. and like over the phone, like Simon's like, "Okay, they're not picking up." <laughs> Hang on, on. give it a moment. I don't know why they answer all the time. So you're like, "Oh, oh is that? Am I the one that's supposed to pick it up?" <laughs> Do I pick up and, the and, phone? And, so you walk over to it, and if you click on the phone, your character just instantly puts it back on the receiver. <laughs> yeah, just immediately. <laughs> it's a really up. funny animation. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, and then Simon's like, "Oh, they, they hung up. Uh, let me try again." And he calls again. <laughs> He's like, hmm, "That's odd. I don't know why." No one would pick up, and if you do it again, it's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a it's funny. They use that gag a couple times later on um, in the game. You they um, you have to turn on like use a machine. They're like this is the miscellaneous. What is it called? The the high concepts and miscellaneous interactions yeah. room. 
So you walk in there and there's like a bunch of buttons and screens lit up and they're like, normally the person running this, uh, they um, would have like a book of instructions. We don't have that, but I think uh, we don't have that like there, but I have one here like by me. So hang on, I'm going to read you out the instructions. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, you're, you're pushing buttons and the buttons are breaking mm-hmm. and, and it's smoking everywhere. Well, this is like the, essentially the climax. Yeah. Of the game. But, uh, but at one point, like the phone starts ringing and he's like, uh, uh, go get that. And, and like, you're like, Okay, well, I hung up the first phones that rang in this game, but maybe I'll answer this one. <laughs> and no, it's the same animation. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just clack it back down. And he's like, well, that could have been important. Yeah. He's like, why did you do that? And then it happens again, and you walk over to him, like, okay, okay, answer the phone, and then you clack it. He goes, no, what are you doing? I think it does it a third time, and he's like, don't do what I think you're going to do. Yeah. And you did it, yeah. It's, like, it's funny because it's... Good rule of threes. Yeah, and... It worked on another level, too, because uh, the first time the phone rings in that part, um, there's a phone, like, in your view, so you can pick it up. But the second time the phone is ringing, and I thought it was the same phone, I was like, oh, there's is there another phone? And you turn, and I was like, oh, another phone. And then the third time the phone rings, it's a third phone. So it was it was just funny to, like, they... I, I It was funny to have multiple phones. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know why they have phones ringing for yeah. somebody to have to pilot a game yeah and like this control booth area yeah uh but yeah that's like the the crux of the game is the narrator telling you something to do and you do it or you don't do it Uh, Uh, there's there's um there's different interactions that you have to that you have to start for the player who's playing the game uh at some point they're like you have to turn on like a switch to light up the room and there's also like a switch there's like two switches in the room one of them is to like turn on the lights and the other one is lasers i don't think either of them are marked um and i hit the lasers one he was like what why did you turn on the laser (laughs) um uh that was pretty funny and because it's like you're in the backstage at some point you can see the laser coming in from backstage like hitting overhead so you're like Oh, I really wasn't. Sp- yeah. I was really not supposed to do that. That came right through. Or like, uh, at a certain point, there's a tiger in a box. Yeah, they have animal handlers, but they just they they put this tiger in this cage, and they uh, they tell you, okay, you have to let the tiger out. We're t- we'll tell you when to let the tiger out. He's like, this is gonna be like, it's really cool. Like the tiger goes and 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 attacks him. But we got you gotta you gotta hit the switch to. Uh, to, to get the animal handlers to uh, to come back in and uh, and get the tiger because otherwise it'll start just roaming around and eating everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. So and uh, that's it's it's funny just to be in this like uh, hectic mundane work environment while you're making this video yeah. game. Happen. Well, there are strikers. Yeah. Did you that's, notice that? Yeah, that's that's like the the sort of like subtext of the game. I think is uh, you find a lot of uh, well the, the reason that. The narrator needs your help is because he says like oh people have been striking or quitting or whatever like yeah well we're short-staffed and then you find protest signs uh like picket signs around um the, the theater area you find like uh, uh resignation letters and uh, sticky notes and like dr- mean drawings of uh, the managers and stuff yeah. um so yeah it's it's we don't really know what's like their uh, what their working conditions are but i mean 
if they've got a live tiger that they have to wrangle and they've got like these really complicated tasks to do i mean at one point there's a sign that says like we're not paid enough i'm like all right like solidarity with these with these strikers i I don't know what they're what uh especially the what they are uh, their conditions are but I'm sure they aren't paid enough. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I, I think if you wanted to, you could maybe read into, like, you're backstage at a game, you're doing this, like, dangerous stuff with, like, frantic guidance from the narrator and someone being like, yeah, I, it's supposed to do this, so I think if you do that, like, that'll make the game go or whatever. Uh, you, and then people are striking about that. You could, if you wanted to, maybe read into it that like it's a it's a commentary on like the game industry and like working conditions when people mm. work on video games uh but i don't maybe that's reading now i'm uh i'm beginners guiding myself yeah so uh, i don't know but maybe that could be a, it could be that game. it could be um like uh something about like um games are like complicated pieces of tech so, uh, so when everything is like working, um, or when things aren't working, like that's like I, I don't know, like bugs in a game or like people mm. striking or something like that. Like it could just be like a metaphor for uh, striking in general and using like the uh, medium of games to um, show that, like how cells at work or like Osmosis Jones. Mm-hmm. are uh, metaphors for, like, society. Like, a body is right. a city. Mm-hmm. A, a video game is, is, like, an industry or, like, a, a working condition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, but, I mean, the game doesn't really... At least in my playthrough, it didn't dwell on that stuff too much. It was, like, it was pretty light in tone. Like, like it was not... When I was playing um, Beginner's Guide... Uh, which we played last week, like you said, there were moments. Two weeks where, ago. Oh, sorry, two weeks. Last episode, like you said, uh, there were moments in Beginner's Guide where I was like, um, "This is like kind of foreboding. Like the tone here is a little like atmospherically anxiety-inducing." Uh, but with uh, Doctor Langskov, uh, or Langskov, it, it was like pretty much like kind of fun and cheeky the whole time. Uh, it was not like taking itself too seriously. I don't think. Yeah, we've. Uh, this is our first probably co- a completely comedy game. Yeah, just straightforward comedic game, definitely. Yeah, and I, I think that's even reflected in um, like the the art style. It's it's kind of it's realistic, but it uses like really interesting lighting to make everything look a little uh, heightened reality, kind of like almost like Team Fortress Two e a little bit. Well, it is Source, I think. Sure, I think. I think. Are you sure it wasn't the Sonic engine? To, the engine. I, I don't know. No, it's it's Unity. Oh, okay. Um, so, chalk that up for the for the idiot critic. No. I, I I know for a fact it's Source in this game. No, no I didn't say I know. <laughs> I, did, I didn't Davy my way and go. Did you know that this is the Source engine? The yeah. Source engine is very good at. What but I think, this game is really interesting. What I think they're trying to say here is that it's a metaphor for working class conditions. Now, what's interesting about that? I'm not going to go on its debut for 45 minutes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean this this game was light and fun, and uh, I, I never felt like it was frustrating. 
I never felt like, uh, where is this? I mean, you weren't stressed out at the end when you had to put, uh, hit a bunch of buttons. No, honestly, like that was funny. That was really funny. <laughs> like, cause I knew like, it doesn't seem like there's anything of consequence. So uh-huh. like actually at the end, uh, that sequence. So you get to like this final control room area and, uh, the the narrator says like okay to start off press four and there's there's like a big uh, phone pad like uh, a big uh, you know number pad uh, with with buttons that look like they're the size of your hand and he's like press four and I was like I'm not pressing four and I immediately pressed the wrong number uh, and then it was like everything went wrong right away. Oh, I, I tried to follow directions, and it's still... It would be like, good, and then things, something would, like, smoke, right, and it'd be right. like, oh, no. I, I assumed it, it was just inevitable. It was going to blow yeah. up anyway. Uh, so, but it was fun. Like, this is a game that has really good presentation. Like, uh, at that sequence, there's a part where um, you're supposed to pull this lever, and when this one uh, sign lights up, and everything shuts off except the one sign and one light shining on the lever. And it's funny. It's yeah. like, okay, I think you're supposed to, the narrator's like, okay, I think pull it now. Simon's like, wait for it. Yeah, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Go. Yeah. It's like, okay. That's funny. It, yeah. it was It was like, uh, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of like, you know, maybe comedic tonally it was not unlike a stage production or like a live show it, it did make me be like man i was never in theater but i'm like man it would have been nice to be in theater because this is like this feels like a stage play itself yeah like a one-man show yeah kind of yeah yeah just like the tone of it the the way you're interacting with the narrator and stuff it was yeah and and the like i said before uh the narrator did a great job very believable um he's a stand-up comedian oh that that makes total yeah. sense yeah uh, did you, how often did you, like, because I'm not sure the first time you played this game to par- compared to this time, but this was my first time playing it, uh, there was a lot of times when I wanted to just not do anything, to just hear him Oh, yeah, I, I felt bad, because this time I was, like, not rushing through it, but, like, I, I I would go through a room and I'm like, oh, shit, he didn't finish this sentence, because mm-hmm. it would just get cut off. Yeah. It's not like, uh, like newer games, uh, like high-budget games, where... Like, they'll have, like, somebody maybe, like, gets interrupted with what they were saying and it'll fade off for a second. Um, or like hard cut. Yeah. You'll play, like, Cyberpunk or, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, and then you get in, like, a shootout on accident while you're in the middle of a story mission. And then it'll be like, uh, uh, the, uh, the action will happen and then your NPC friend will be like, anyway, so what I was saying was... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no room for that in this, but mm. still. It's it's too snappy, and honestly, it's not too, like... You know, it doesn't break the, the game too much. It's, it's just it didn't like... didn't break your immersion. It did slightly, but I'm not gonna... Mm. Crows, crows, crows. Yeah, that's mm. kind of... This free game should have been a little bit better, I think. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I, I want to do a if I played this game again, I would sit in every room for as long as I could until... Well... Well, did you play this game again? No. Uh, you said you didn't run into Justin Roiland. No, I did not. Thanks, Ryan. Oh, sorry, Justin Roiland just texted me. What did he uh, say? He said, stop talking about that game, it sucks. It was kind of harsh, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's in it, I don't know why... Well, uh, he says... He said he was he was in it. He said, "Why didn't you play it a second time, a time to hear my voice? You fuck." Yeah. Well, he I said, said well, he was in this game. Sorry. Due to a prior arrest. Uh, did you play this game a second time through in this 
Like not in this session, uh, and because I'm on a new laptop from what I played originally, it didn't keep my save file, mm-hmm. so I couldn't hear Justin Orland. Sure, I mean as apparently he's on like cassette tapes that you can play. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. Apparently, on the second playthrough, you can pick up cassette tapes and put them in a cassette player that you get at the beginning, and it's just Justin Roiland riffing. Mmm, uh, trash. <laughs> I mean, I, I was reading some uh, people posting online about it, and they were saying, like, it's the best improv he's ever done. Like, Really? They said it felt like they just handed him a tape recorder and said, say whatever you want. It's like, it is, uh, like, all of the, um, the interdimensional cable episodes of Rick and Morty. I think, I think that's the tone that I was getting from uh, what people were saying, but I didn't experience it. Okay. Uh, but that's like, you know, with this game, I, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop, uh, and I beat it, and I was like, did I miss something? Was there something I was supposed I'm to... I'm surprised it doesn't quit the desktop when you do that. Yeah, honestly, like, well, I mean, it's such a short game, and uh, there's a lot to hear and a lot to, like, interact with. Maybe they're just expecting that you want to go back and do it again. Um, but uh, the as far as, like, bonus stuff... Like, I, I was expecting to, when I looked online, I thought uh, you would be, like, there would be some kind of, uh, you know, if you tap this thing and turn this the right way, you can go into a secret area, and <laughs> in that area, it's a totally different story. Um, but the first thing I found was Justin Roiland tapes at the end, or, or in the second playthrough. Uh, that seems to be the main thing, uh, and I... I don't know how legitimate this is because I I haven't looked anything like up in depth about this game, but there were a lot of people posting about stuff like if you do this and collect this, you can go to this completely other area. Uh, and then there were people posting like, no, that's totally fake. But then there were people posting like, no, that's totally real. So I don't. Do you like know anything about the discourse? No, because I because this game didn't really like make a splash. That I heard of, instead of just or except maybe just like a couple of people who were like, "This is funny," mm-hmm. but not like anyone. It's not the beginner's guide level of like press. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's not the beginner's guide or Stanley Parable level of like, uh, kind of like meta interactivity. Yeah, it's like I don't want to say it's the bare bones of it, but it is like okay, like you got a narrator mm-hmm. and that's about it. Yeah, it's not like he's. I mean. You're doing stuff to interact, but there's no point where he's like, I'm going to put a wall in front of you to stop you or anything. Yeah, it, it feels pretty straightforward compared to Stanley Parable, Beginner's Guide. Um, like, I, I just... I, I was just thinking the whole time, like, maybe it's because we just played Beginner's Guide. Um, but I, I was just like, when is this going to... Or is this going to turn into something else? Um, and I, I did find one... Uh, review online on YouTube. Really? Yeah, that uh, I don't I don't know if this person was doing a bit because it's, I... Oh no. It was like a video game personality style review. Oh good. Um, and I, I'll give him a plug here. Uh, it's Mundane Series of Clicks on YouTube. Their review from uh, 2015. Uh, they said at one point that if you do, it's only a four minute long review of this video, but they were like, if you do this like thing, you can go into this area and then your uh, 
playing like a game of cat and mouse with another real life person and that's why you need to be online that's why the game has to be online in order to play it and i was like is that i, I was just like in my free time trying to do a smattering of research to find anything about that and i didn't find anything about that, that. feels like a lie yeah well that's the thing is like this reviewer uh like he's like doing a bit like he's he's reading oh, really? the script okay. yeah well, not that he's doing a bit, but he's doing like an angry video game nerd type yeah. um, review. So I just, I wanted to mention that just in case there's something that I totally missed. <laughs> and just like an, an element to this game that I was just, didn't play enough of it to find out. Okay. Did, did you, you haven't heard anything about that? Um, no, not at all. Then it's probably nothing. I, I feel like that that is that is not true. I probably just missed whatever this guy was saying because I was half paying attention. But I just wanted to mention that in case there's anyone listening <laughs> that's like these idiots missed the whole game. But I mean that I don't know. We're we're playing the games how we play them, and we're trying to find stuff. But if we can't, then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I didn't find anything. Wait till we get to get to near, and we only do one playthrough, and then go. That was fun. They missed we'll the whole. There's four or five other playthroughs <laughs> that you have to do to get the real ending. How many hours is near? I mean, if you want to do the whole thing, like the whole story, like thirty. Okay. That's that's long. I, I mean, I'm gonna pick the second game with with uh, Rena Chan eventually. Was Rena, isn't Rena Chan near? She plays titular character near. Yes. Yes. Uh, no, I'll probably play pick near Automata. I don't think we need to play the first one because the first one is garbage. Yeah. Uh, it's a game. I played the remake from last year and was like, oh. Uh, okay. I see why this got like sevens in the West. Okay. It's fine. I mean, the the story is cool, but. Everything else is like, oh, <laughs> it's also buggy and not, not, uh, whatever. We're not playing here, so I'm not going to describe that game. If you want to hear more about that, go listen to, uh, my old podcast, the shareware podcast and listen to their episode on near cause I played like the whole thing. So yeah, we might touch on near at one point. I'd rather do automata. It's more sure. interesting. Uh, and I, I just kind of checked again. I, I think that thing I was mentioning with that guy, he was probably doing a bit. I think he was... Okay. I think he was, like, uh, doing a funny little thing with his, his funny little video. So, uh, but, <laughs> I mean, it was it was perplexing to me because in Dr. Langskov, you can find, like, workers' notes about, like, um, different areas of the game, like shortcuts, you can find workers' notes about like where certain things are located, and I, I I didn't get to this, but I think you can pick up items. Like I think there's a pretzel item that you can pick up. There's a tape recorder. Um, I saw the pretzels, but I, I didn't pick up any of them because I was just looking at the guides. Because I'm like, why are there like 20 guides for this game on yeah, Steam? Well, that's the other thing is I was just like, what is there to this game that I'm like, well, some people just add guides on Steam because they're like, fuck it, it's funny. I guess it's true. Because you can just do them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just wanted to say that to get some due diligence. I'm not sure if there's more to this game that we're not miss that we're missing. Um, It'd be funny. Yeah, I, it would be funny. 
I mean, <laughs> there's six achievements for this game. Isn't what are the six achievements? Uh, begin the heist, which okay. is you finishing the game. Great. Uh, refuse to clean up after yourself. I don't know what that means. Hmm. Uh, cut power to all the lights. Steal an orange from the orangery. Steal your first five frantics. And then finding all the pretzels. Hmm. Or Fra- Fran- Francis? F-R- Franks. Franks. Franks? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, I mean, this, this game's by the, um, Stanley Parable people. Uh, like, people who worked one, on one, one guy. Yeah. The level designer. Right. He's also, like, a writer and... So, so I, it's, I mean, they did accounting, which is a, a game that's a VR like comedic game as mm-hmm. well. So mm-hmm. I have not played accounting. Sure, I don't have VR. I, I would love to do a VR game at one point. Some uh, sometime. Yeah, and do Tetris. Uh, Tetris effect. Tetris effect. Tetris effect is an awesome game. I would love to play that. Yeah, but you need headphones. Yeah. Which, well, I guess if you got VR, you would probably buy headphones for that. I mean, you don't need headphones, but it's just way better with headphones. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, we can end it here. Okay. There's um, not much more to say about this game. No. I mean, I, 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 when I finished it, I was like, this is going to be a short, a short episode, but, you know, whatever. We, uh, we got things to do. Did you, did you have a favorite joke from this game? Uh... No, I, I like the I like the joke. I mean, not a favorite joke, but I like the joke where they just have the phones, like where you picking up the phone and slamming them back yeah. on Roy. It's just funny. It's a good sight gag. Yeah, that was probably the best joke. What is it? What, oh, uh, what do you think the game is like that they're describing? Uh oh, you mean like the actual game of Doctor Langskov? Yeah. I I think it's a. I was picturing like a Resident Evil style game, uh, just with a tiger. Yeah. Like, instead of zombies and horror, it was a tiger and adventure. You gotta do a heist. Did you like the elevator gag? Yeah, that was fun. You have you uh, have to push a button, but the button doesn't work, so you have to pull the lever. Yeah, you have to, and you're hiding behind a very thin uh, piece of, like, cardboard. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the, the player doesn't see you. Yeah. And the and narrator's like, hang on, don't make any sound. Yeah. They're gonna push the button. Why aren't they pushing it? <laughs> Did they stop? Should be going. Uh, oh, thank God they pushed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, that that guy, um, the narrator, just his he made it sound so natural, which was good. Like I, yeah, this would have been an easy role to make. The uh, the narrator character would have been really easy to make, really really annoying. But I don't think he was annoying at all. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I hope that. There's nothing that I missed, but... No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I think I just rambled about some guy's video for no reason, so... Uh, you should still <laughs> play this game. <laughs> I'll blank out the YouTuber's name. I, I mean, I'm, he's no, making I'm, videos. I, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know anything about him, so I hope he's not like a neo-Nazi or something. <laughs> so. Alright, we'll blank out the guy's name. <laughs> maybe. I only found that one video. And if he's tricking me... He might be an untrustworthy person. I don't know, man. I, don't, I actually don't know anything. I, maybe it's... Uh, well, their last video was six years ago. Oh. Oops. But, yeah, we'll still bleep their name out. But, no, I don't know. I, I got won't. tricked. It's fine. 
Yeah. We'll figure it. We'll, it's fine. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, this game is fun. When, and when, after 30 years after I do this, I'll blank out their name when it turns out that they're a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and then you'll edit me out of the podcast when it turns out that I'm a serial killer. No. Because I'll be dead. Oh, perfect. Oh, that'll be so much better. My life will be so much better. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, right. Dr. Langscom is a good game. And it's free, so there's no excuse. And it's short. And it's short. Yeah. It doesn't Play it. take up your time. Play it with someone you care about. Yeah. Enjoy a heist. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, if you wanna, if you wanna email us and tell us about how we're wrong, email us at infinitepixelspodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at pod podcast underscore pixels. You can follow me on Twitter at ironheart one one eight three. Uh, and Ryan, you can follow him on Twitter at Scridley, and then S or S K R Y D L Y L Y. I don't have any writing this week, but if you want to read my writing, you can read it at uh, Ironheart1183.tumblr.com. Um, uh, uh, and uh, I think. That's it. Do you have anything you want to promote besides that guy's weird, uh, jokey video? Last time I promoted a video game, uh, comedy news show on YouTube called, uh, <laughs> Three Game Discharge. Uh, but this week I don't have anything to, you know what, I'll say, uh, uh, you should, if you're not familiar with Mega64, look him up on YouTube. That's what I'll promote. Sure. Yeah. yeah, Mega sixty four. I've heard of those guys. I might have something on the, of theirs on right now. Fucking Blu ray on the table, right? I'm white right in front of my face. That Blu ray has not been moved, and like since we started <laughs> listening to, or started doing this podcast, it literally has not moved. We got I got it up to dust the other day, <laughs> and then uh, and other than that, nope. Because eventually we're gonna watch it. Yeah, but. We're too busy playing Dr. Langskov. Yep. We're too busy with other stuff. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, did we decide what's happening next episode? Yeah, I think so. Um, so the plan is for next time, uh, Ryan will be out on assignment. Uh, so instead, uh, uh, you might have heard from Jeff last episode via emails, our friend Jeff. Uh, he's gonna join me, and Jeff is uh, like an encyclopedia encyclopedia of Star Wars knowledge. So I asked him what he wanted to play, and he had a few suggestions, and we eventually decided to play Star Wars: Force Unleashed. So we're gonna play the first Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Which is um, is that probably the most famous Star Wars game? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, I'd say there's like yeah. a billion Star Wars games. I don't know. What, I, mean, I don't know what the most famous one is. I couldn't even begin to say that. Why? Why play Force uh, Unleashed then? I don't know. He likes the game. Okay, I'm just curious. I didn't. I didn't pick it. Hey, it looks like a cool game. I'm. Uh, uh, well, you can play it and you can listen to it. No. No. Fine. Then don't listen to the podcast when you're not on it. All right. <laughs> I know so many hosts of podcasting who are like, 
I don't listen to the podcast when I'm not on it. I'm like, yeah. I would like to hear my own voice back. That's no, true. If anything, I want to listen to it because I'm not on it. <laughs> no, they say that like, uh, as it like, I have other things to do. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> you host a podcast. What are you doing? That's important. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing you guys talk about Force Unleashed. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, dang it. Last, last, uh, uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> I, I'll cut this out. No, I won't. <laughs> Don't you hate I was, I was gonna, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was Mother's Day, uh, uh, this week, but it's not. That's, that was two weeks ago. Mother's Day is this Sunday. Uh, no, you're oh, okay, spoiling okay, this. Sorry. No. <laughs> okay. They figured out our secret. Damn it. Uh, no one no one check what the time frame is on when this oh, no. is relative to when we recorded. Uh, I mean, uh, 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 New Year's. We're this going Sunday. into a black hole. Ah. Uh, uh, good night. Like croissant. <laughs> Carl Weezer does kind of look like a chow. His head goes up mm-hmm. in like the the uh, apostrophe shape that chows have. <laughs> I didn't know how to read when I was growing up, so I always called chows chaos. Oh, I I I, I called them like chaos or something when yeah. I was a kid. I thought it was chaos. Yeah. I don't. I, I guess I didn't know that C and H made a ch sound yet. That's how young I was when I played Sonic Adventure Two. Well, it's spelled like chaos, isn't it? Oh no, I think it's C H A O S. Yeah, isn't so that how you spell chaos? Is that how you spell? Chaos? <laughs> I still don't know how to read. I'm pretty sure that's how you spell chaos. Am I dumb? Yeah, that's how you spell chaos. Oh, okay. So it's chow. Chows are spelled like chaos. Yeah. Did you ever play any Sonic Game Boy Advance games? Yeah, I played uh, the Sonic Battle game. Sonic, Sonic Rivals, I think it was called. Oh, wasn't it called Sonic Battle or something? Is it the one where on the cover, Sonic's foot is flaming as he's kicking Shadow, who has like a glowing green, green hand? I can't fucking remember. I can't remember the cover. It's the one where you get Emerald. Yeah, that's, that's Sonic Rivals, I believe. It's not called Rivals. I'm fairly sure it's called Sonic. Sonic, Sonic Battles, Battle. the arcade version, I think. Sonic Battles, the one with the polar bear that gets used once and never again. Sonic. No, that's Sonic the Fighters. Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Sonic the Fighters, you're right. Yeah, I am right. I'm, I'm also right about it being called Sonic Battle. Is you, it? Claude. Excuse me. Uh, Look up Sonic Battle right now. Um, I must have seen uh, Sonic Rivals on PSP. I thought it was the same game. Nope. Sonic Battle. And um, yep, that's it. I love the art style for this game. And it's also a, a sequel to Sonic Advance Two. What? There's like four Sonic Advance games. Yeah, but this is like a sequel. Is what it says. And I'm like, isn't that? Oh. I thought the sequel to Sonic Adva- Advance Two was Sonic, Sonic Advance Three. <laughs> Which I also played. I, I think I played a, all the Sonic Advance games at different intervals. Because mm. they were like just things that people had at at uh, at 
school that you well, just play? It's like you, you want to, oh, you have a Game Boy? What do you have? A Sonic game. Oh, I'll just get Sonic Advance. It's, a, it's an easy purchase. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I fucking love Sonic Advance. I know you're a weirdo. I know. Do people like Sonic Advance? Uh, I think so. It's on Wii U's Virtual Console. Oh my god, I should get it. I, well, I don't need it. I still have my cartridge of my Game Boy Advance. In Japan, not in the US. Well, I'm not going to fly to Japan to download it and fly back. Well, you could, all you have to do is just make a J- Japanese account. But you'd also have to... Uh, well, no. No, you just have to make a Japanese account. Oh, Sonic Advance was released in 2001. I didn't know it was that old. Yeah, they were making... Game Boy Advance games... I think... was Didn't it come out in 2001? Sonic Advance did. Or the no, Game Boy Advance. the Game Boy Advance. Uh, let's see. Game Boy Advance. Yeah, 2001. In, 2001, yeah. yeah. March and then June in the United States. Wow, that's crazy. March in Japan. I used to... Oh my god, I played Game Boy Advance so much. Yeah, that was like my second console. Cause the first one was a Game Boy. I had a Game Boy as well. My mom... Uh, my sister was really little, she was like three, and she put chewing gum all over the front of the Game Boy, oh. and my mom threw it out. <laughs> and I, I think yeah, I could I could see the look on your face, you're like, I hate that. Because <laughs> yeah. one day I was like, where's the Game Boy? Because I saw it with gum on it. And I was like, where's the Game Boy? She's like, I just threw it out. I was like, what? It's like a $200 piece of hardware, what did you do? I know, well we got it, my cousin didn't want it, so he gave it to us, my much older oh. cousin. And my mom was like, you're spending too much time on it anyway. My mom thought I spent a lot of time on my Game Boy. She's probably right. She was, but it was also like, well, this is what I'm passionate about, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, what's the problem? If you're a kid. Well, like, she's like, you have to go outside. And at that age, I was going outside, like, a lot still. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's just too, like video games were relatively new so it was just it, it felt like a portable TV but it I well they had later released TV shows on it you can watch Spongebob and, I remember, and other movies I remember um, the Lilo and Stitch Game Boy Advance game I think had clips from Lilo and Stitch the movie and the movies on the Game Boy Advance mm-hmm. were super terrible with their frame rate yeah they, they looked like crap they ran at like 10 frames a second it's crazy I was like oh okay I'm sure there's someone on YouTube who did a really in-depth video about it oh I'm sure we should check